Hi, and thanks for joining us on Market Sense. I'm Allie Donnelly with Fidelity. In honor of Women's History Month, today Market Sense is teaming up with Women Talk Money. Now, hopefully you're already familiar, but if not, let me introduce you. Women Talk Money is Fidelity's community bringing women together to learn more about the realities that make finances different for women and to help them take action to help their money work harder to grow. Today, we are joined by two fantastic people, and we're going to talk about the reality of the market environment we're in today and how to think about positioning investment strategies. Specifically, we'll focus on some of those issues affecting women financially. But men, don't tune out. These topics are also relevant for you, along with the women in your life. Joining us today are Lorna Capista, Head of Women and Customer Engagement at Fidelity, and Ryan Victorian, a Vice President and Financial Consultant at Fidelity. But most importantly, she interacts with our customers clients every day. So hello to you both. Hi, thanks for having us. Hello. Lorna, let me start with you. Can you give us a little background? Tell us more about the Women Talk Money community and why today, Tuesday, March 7th, is a special day. Well, let me, I'll start with the Women Talk Money community. And, and we launched it at the outset of the pandemic when we were getting thousands and thousands of questions from so many people, but particularly women across the country. We didn't know at that time if we were going to have our jobs the next day. Everyone was worried about their health. Did I have enough in my emergency savings? And how could I make sure I was setting myself up in case whatever happened? And we launched Women Talk Money for women to come together in a safe space that was judgment-free so that they could share their questions and we could really just have real conversations about what we were facing and how do we tackle it together. And I will tell you from there, the community has grown tremendously. I think you know, over the past year, it's almost tripled in size. And what we really do is, based on feedback of the questions that are, I would say, trending most from our community, we we jump to get, we come on together and we address those questions. We have regular workshops, live Q and A, as well as actionable steps straight straight to your inbox. And we've seen such a strong demand that we keep on going, and we keep on wanting to serve this community and as many people with that we can with this kind of help. Yeah, and I am so incredibly fortunate to have been part of this Women Talk Money community and initiative from, I think, the very first one, Lorna, right from the get. And I'm so thrilled to be here um, with you today to continue how it's just exploded in size. That's fantastic. So let's get into it. You know, Ryan, we're seeing some themes from 2022 carry into 2023. Inflation, interest rates still on the rise, and plenty of market volatility to go around still in the picture. So given everything that's going on in the economy, it's understandable for women and, and all of us, all of us to feel maybe a bit intimidated. So billion dollar question, is now a good time to invest? Yeah, it's a question we get all the time, especially given what we're seeing. But the bottom line is, it's always a good time to invest. But the more important part is we have to think about creating a, what I call a construct to figuring out, out what the overall goal is of why we are investing. So let me give you a little bit of framework about what we think about. So first, I break it down into three major categories, the who, the what, and the when. Who is who are the important people that we're planning for in your life? Kids, spouses, maybe it's just you. Maybe that's fabulous. And then what? What are the things that we're planning for? It could be retirement, buying a house, a second house, saving for college, you know, whatever the category is, um, whatever the goal is. And then the question, the, the final piece is when? When are we going to be trying to achieve those goals? If for retirement, as an example, is that five years away or 25 years away? And 
given that construct, when you have that as the basis for what you're doing, it makes it a lot easier to plan and therefore invest so you can see what you're on track for, what you're hoping to accomplish. Yeah. Lorna, what would you add there? So what I would say is, you know, obviously I, I focus on women and that becomes really important where Ryan and I spend a lot of time is just talking about um, for women and for everybody, that money roadmap becomes critical. It's not necessarily about every single investing decision that you make, but as long as you know what your goals are, what you're trying to achieve five, 10 and 20 years and beyond and have a plan, it's really important. And I would say what we've been really trying to do from a women's perspective is make sure we're helping bring forward those differences for women that actually matter when you're developing what we I call the money roadmap. Some people call it the financial plan. And, you know, just to give you a sense, Ali, of what we talk about, women on average live five to seven years longer. Given this, higher health care costs in retirement, but actually women in general have a journey where their health costs are higher. Nowadays, women do have responsibility for two-thirds two of the student debt. That's because they are earning more degrees that's turning into student debt later on. And there are simply just other factors. If you determine to be a caregiver, maybe stepping out of the workforce, you've got a plan for. So what Ryan just talked about becomes really important because it gives you a plan, but it allows you to make proactive choices about where you want to be and what you want to do. And Allie, you kicked off and you said, hey, this is for everybody when we talk about this, particularly in this month, because it is Women's History Month. And the reason why it is so important is it's not just about, you know, whoever we are, but it's for the, if it's, it's for you as a woman, if it's their women in your lives, for daughters, for mothers, it becomes important to everyone to have that type of plan. And so we spend a lot of time thinking about how do we make decisions that really account for the differences and make sure for our families, everybody's got their plan in order. Yeah, I, I really love that you said proactive choices. Tell me how you first dove into your finances. I know you've got a, a good personal story. So, you know, uh, transparently, I talk about this all the time, which is I have had a growing career and a growing family um, for the past, you know, 25 plus years. And given that with three children, three dogs and a cat, um, my husband and I in our early years with our growing careers took a divide and conquer approach. And when it came to the finances, he actually took the lead on that. I took the lead of what I would say is everything else. And I came to Fidelity about a little over eight years ago and recognized that my financial stress was really high. I joined a workshop which talked about these factors and the concept of making a money roadmap. And it was a pivotal moment for me. It was like the aha, the light bulb went on. And I realized our roadmap needs to be joint for our situation. And that when we were actually sitting down, talking about our goals and figuring out what we wanted, which I will say wasn't easy, and got a plan in place, my stress levels went from here to down here. And I'll tell you, it wasn't only about feeling more confident in my um, you know, money life, but it actually was pervasive throughout my career and with all factors. And it actually brought us more closely together as a family. And so that was just a, a major moment for me in wanting to enable everybody, but particularly women who historically have not been as engaged to really take that next step forward and really create space so that they can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm floored. That was just eight years ago for you. That's, I think that's a terrific lesson for people to take. Um, right. You know what I say it's never too late is I think no, no matter where you are and no matter what you've done, our biggest 
learning in all of this is it's never too late to take charge and develop that plan. And I think it's really, really important that everybody feels like they can do so. Yeah, that's a great call out. Um, Brian, let me turn to you. I want to ask you about what you're sharing with clients right now. I mean, there have been a lot of changes in the markets over the course of the past year. So what do you tell customers about how to invest in today's kind of market? Yeah, it's so easy to get wrapped up in stock or bond market volatility, which is why our asset allocation team focuses on the economic business cycle. Um, and when we think about where we are right at this moment, we feel like we're at the back half of the late stage of the business cycle. So bottom line is it's the one that happens before a recession. And I know um, that we want to look at some of the mixed signals that we're seeing economically to try to explain what I mean by that. So um, one, we're starting to see corporate uh, profits decline a little bit. Um, and, you know, banks are a little less willing to lend to businesses and consumers, which starts to get, you know, a little bit of a deterioration. So weaker economic cycles um, or signals, I should say, rather. Um, on the other hand, we're also seeing unemployment at a 50 year low. And there are more jobs out there than people who want them. And while we've seen a little bit of layoffs starting to catch the headlines, we would have to see a pretty major shift in that messaging and the layoff picture to really say, hey, you know, things are really weakening. Um, and I know that the word recession catches a lot of attention. Uh, they're incredibly um, uncomfortable, incredibly difficult to actually live through. Uh, think of, you know, how bad 2008 was or even the, you know, the tech bubble um, before that. And that doesn't mean run for the hills. It means get to that planning, have that conversation that Lorna was just talking about, create that construct so that all of the, you know, drivers and all the things that are completely outside of your control can feel more in control when you have that construct in place. Um, and it could also mean that take a look at your goals, even if you if you haven't gotten started, it's never too late, like Lorna said. But even if you had, let's revisit them and start to say, you know, how far away am I from that goal? Is that when that I talked about before a little bit closer than we thought? And if you're closer to it, then we might want to take some um, actions to reduce some of the risk assets or the stock side into something more on the fixed income side for a little bit of stability. Yeah, you know, you talked about kind of uncertainties, right, and how the environment's changed. So let's talk about interest rates. Can you can you give in a little bit more about that? Dive in there. Yeah, talk about another thing that's changed over the course of this year, right? Um, about a year ago, interest rates were almost at effectively zero. Cash was making absolutely nothing for you. Uh, mortgage rates were also super low. And fast forward to today, and basically everything is reversed. So um, anybody approaching um, that goal, it could be retirement or trying to get some interest on a goal that might be really soon. I say, finally, finally, we're starting to make some actual interest on the cash that you've worked so hard for. Um, now, the flip side is mortgage rates have come up and that can be a little tough if you're looking to you know, buy a house, especially for the first time. But from an investment perspective, it has totally changed the game. And we really like what we're seeing from an interest rate perspective. It's exciting. Well, that's great. Now, what about when you talk about bonds per se? Yeah, I mean, um, it's really important to think about in fixed income in general. Um, we think about something like an emergency fund originally, you know, when we think about something that's that's really kind of fixed. 
Um, but just fixed income in general, that's bonds, as we've, as we've said, you know, sort of, you know, in the past, how we describe them. And they're starting to yield things like four and a quarter, four and a half, you know, things like that. And so we expect that the a lot of the, the rough part of the bond experience has kind of happened in the past. And while the Fed is sort of at the tail end of their rate hiking environment, even if it lasts a little bit longer, given inflation, um, like you mentioned at the start, it is definitely an opportunity to go get some of that interest. So um, for now, again, we're liking what we're seeing. And I think it's really important to go take a look at making sure you're getting as much income as humanly possible, especially on that emergency fund. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love when you always say you worked hard for your money, go get it working for you. Yes. That's always a great call out. So, you know, you've given us some great information and absolute action items. Tell us a little bit more about equities given the current environment. Well, I think, you know, as we as we already have acknowledged, right, that looking at 2023, there are clearly some risks out there. Like we already talked about a recession in the future. Um, but, but the reality is, um, we don't know when a recession will hit, how bad it will be, how long it will last. And notice at no point today are we saying, you know, what you should do is panic and sell everything, right? Like that's not that's not the messaging. But as you start to get closer, you might just want to think about getting a little bit more conservative. But just to give you a little bit of context, when we're thinking about why and the, the question I often get, Ali, is, well, why don't I just wait? Why don't I just wait to get, you know, get through the next recession? is because we don't actually know what the calendar year return is going to be like in the middle of that recession, right? So think about in 2020, even though we had a recession because of COVID, the market ended up 15% that year and was a huge recovery off of the, off of the bottom. And even back in um, 2019, or 2018 rather, where we had a really volatile market and the year um, that was when a lot of people were saying, oh, it's a recession following the longest bull run in history, but 2019 was a 30% return on the market. So at no point are we saying come out of equities altogether. But as you start to think about that construct and have that conversation Lorna was mentioning before, just like I said a couple of times, revisit that goal. And if you're a lot closer to it, then maybe shave off a little bit. But the major message, no matter what, is get to the allocation. That's your mix of stocks and bonds that you can you know, ride a recession through any recession through given your goals and get to the place where you will never panic and sell. And if you feel like you need help, talk to somebody about it, raise your hand, join the Women Talk Money community, talk to us, and we'll try to help you through it. And Excellent. Ryan, I love what you said because you can't, it's not about timing the market, it's actually time in the market. And one yes. thing that we always talk about, we do a lot of research and analysis particularly women are really good at this. They think about their goal and the time frame of that goal. And then they pick a set of investments that really kind of align to what they're trying to achieve. And the best is that they stick with it, regardless of what's going on in the market. And in the end, because of that, we see really great strength in the ultimate returns because they're sticking with their plan. And so I think there's a lot to learn from just this basic recipe. Everything you just said, Ryan, being thoughtful, but sticking with things and not trying to time it for success. Right. Interesting. That's good advice. So, um, you know, this has gone so fast. This is just great information. But I know, Lorna, there's so much more coming up as part of the Women's History Month series. Tell us more about that. 
Yes, and you can actually see the QR code on the screen to sign up, but throughout this month, it is Women's History Month. We do try to provide more support for women, but it's for everybody to join through our Women Talk Money community. There are live marquee events talking about money and career. We also focus on individual workshops that take you from everybody who's just starting to invest or really think about where to put their money to planning for retirement. So you can use the QR code or you could go to fidelity.com forward slash WHM 2023. And what I love about it, you don't need to be a Fidelity customer to join. This is for everybody and it is available so that we all can figure out how we can create our own financial security and ultimately our own financial wellness, particularly when things feel a bit more rocky to get a plan so that we're taking action and we're putting ourselves in the best position possible. That's great. That's great. I know you've said that your next round table really digging into the key factors that make finances different for women, but you also have some new offerings. Tell us a little bit about that. We also, one of the big things that we're also going to talk about is really focused on the younger generation and making sure regardless of you're talking about teens that you want to be supporting and getting them set up with the right money habits and or for those that are just, let's say, coming out of college and starting out, how do they set up that basic financial foundation? I know as a parent, I have teens and one heading into college. And what are the right tips and tools that I can be putting in place so that I get them with that best foot forward? And so I know I am excited for a couple of these sessions that are planned. And one that I will mention that's coming in a couple of weeks for anyone who's interested in really talking about your career and knowing your worth, Venus Williams is going to be joining us with a, a team of fidelity experts that really will be talking about how to make sure you're getting the most out of your career and then turning it into what you want. Yeah, and, and gender equity she's going to touch on too, which I think is just fascinating. Very much so. Really important topic, making strides, but a long way to go, but helping all individuals, be it you're a leader, or someone who's advocating for yourself, the right steps to do so. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see that one. Well, thank you. This has been a great conversation, Lorna and Ryan. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to turn tune into the events uh, this month. So again, as Lorna mentioned, use the QR code or go to the website you see on the screen to learn more about Fidelity's Women Talk Money. Lorna and Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Allie. And thank you all for joining us. Yes. As always, if you have questions about making a financial plan or staying on track, Fidelity can help. Call us, go online to our website, or download Fidelity's app to learn more. It's terrific. Again, huge thanks to Fidelity's Lorna Capista and Ryan Victorin. I'm Allie Donnelly. Have a great week. Information presented herein is for discussion and illustrative purposes only and is not a recommendation or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Views expressed are as of the date indicated based on the information available at the time and may change based on market and other conditions. Unless otherwise noted, the opinions provided are those of the speakers and not necessarily those of Fidelity Investments or its affiliates. Fidelity does not assume any duty to update any of the information. This podcast is intended for U.S. persons only and is not a solicitation for any Fidelity product or service. This podcast is provided for your personal non-commercial use and is the copyrighted work of FMR LLC. You may not reproduce this podcast in whole or in part in any form without the permission of FMR LLC. To the extent any investment information in this material is deemed to be a recommendation, it is not meant to be impartial investment advice or advice in a fiduciary capacity and is not intended to be used as a primary basis for you or your client's investment decisions. Fidelity and its representatives may have a conflict of interest in the products or services mentioned in this material because they have a financial interest in them and receive compensation directly or indirectly in connection with the management, distribution, or servicing of these products or services, including Fidelity funds, certain third-party funds and products, and certain investment services. Investing 
involves risk, including risk of loss. You cannot invest directly in an index. Diversification and or asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against loss. Stock markets are volatile and can fluctuate significantly in response to company, industry, political, regulatory, market, or economic developments. Investing in stock involves risks, including the loss of principal. Foreign markets can be more volatile than U.S. markets due to increased risk of adverse issuer, political, market, or economic developments, all of which are magnified in emerging markets. These risks are particularly significant for investments that focus on a single country or region. In general, the bond market is volatile, and fixed income securities carry interest rate risk. As interest rates rise, bond prices usually fall, and vice versa. This effect is usually more pronounced for longer-term securities. Fixed income securities also carry inflation risk, liquidity risk, call risk, and credit and default risk for both issuers and counterparties. Lower-quality fixed income securities involve greater risk of default or price changes due to potential changes in the credit quality of the issuer. Foreign investments involve greater risks than U.S. investments and can decline significantly in response to adverse issuer, political, regulatory, market, and economic risks. Any fixed income securities sold or redeemed prior to maturity may be subject to loss. Fidelity Wealth Services provides non-discretionary financial planning and discretionary investment management through one or more portfolio advisory services accounts for a fee. Advisory services offered by Fidelity Personal and Workplace Advisors LLC, FPWA, a registered investment advisor. Discretionary portfolio management services provided by Strategic Advisors LLC, Strategic Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Brokerage services provided by Fidelity Brokerage Services LLC, FBS, and custodial and related services provided by National Financial Services LLC, NFS. Each a member NYSE and SIPC. FPWA, FBS, and NFS are Fidelity Investments companies. Fidelity does not provide legal or tax advice. The information herein is general and educational in nature and should not be considered legal or tax advice. Tax laws and regulations are complex and subject to change, which can materially impact investment results. Fidelity cannot guarantee that the information herein is accurate, complete, or timely. Fidelity makes no warranties with regard to such information or results obtained by its use and disclaims any liability arising out of your use of or any tax position taken in reliance on such information. Consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific situation. Please carefully consider the plan's investment of objectives, risks, charges, and expenses before investing. For this and other information on any 529 college savings plan managed by Fidelity, contact Fidelity for a free fact kit or view one online. Read it carefully before you invest or send money. Before investing, consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the mutual fund, exchange-traded fund, 529 plan, attainable savings plan, or annuity, and its investment options. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, offering circular, fact kit, disclosure document, or, if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. Personal and workplace investment products are provided by Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC, 900 Salem Street, Smithfield, Rhode Island, 02917.